All right, you bunch of yahoos, strap yourselves in for another episode of Dan and Don's Toxic Masculinity. In other words, shut up, sit up, and pay attention. And welcome back to another episode of Toxic Masculinity. And here I am with my co-host, the meanest, baddest man on the planet. At least he's, he treats me that way. He's, he's pretty mean to me. Don the Predator Fry. And yours truly here, Dan the Beast Severn. We're here to entertain, offend, defend anybody and everybody that we care to, and more or less than to simply induce some masculinity that is needed in this country and this in, in this world, probably more than ever. So sit back, grab a beverage of your choice, and be prepared to be entertained. There you go. Ta-da. All right, and our special guest there today, Don, go right ahead. We have the fabulous and wonderful Justin Gaethje, who is uh, getting ready to fight for the world championship here in a few months, and we wish you luck, and especially since you're an Arizona boy, you know, we wish you even more luck. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, my uh, you guys have talked to my dad down there in Arizona a couple times. Dan went down to Stafford and did a... Did yeah, I, was, I was down there doing actually a law enforcement class at the time. My old and high school. They, they, go ahead. Yeah, he had a man at my old high school. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I saw you at the fight in Anaheim, and you mentioned the podcast. I remember my dad was on my ass, so I knew I couldn't say no. <laughs> good, good. I thought maybe your dad was holding out on us, you know. So, <laughs> no, I told, I told him he's gonna have to do this. He's gonna have to get on in with you guys. Yeah, that'd be he great. He does not want to do that. He doesn't want to do that. He's he's not the limelight boy. He's never done it in his whole life, so we should make him for sure. <laughs> well, no, we should. We, we really should do that because I mean, you, you get you got a, you got a great story. You, 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 I bet I bet you I bet your family before I ever meet you, and then I I bet you just through just yeah. the the Zoom that event that we were taking place at in the uh, at the school's auditorium at that day. So I mean, I, we're gonna probably bounce. We'll probably bounce all over this in this conversation, but. Uh, a couple, I mean, something very, very unique, I'll say very uh, cool on your part is I had read somewhere along the way that you basically paid for your parents' home or paid off their loan or something like that. I mean, uh, so, um, so far, I, uh, my dad, I got hooked him up with a sweet truck. I didn't buy the whole truck, but I, you know, made sure he got the truck that he wanted. And then my mom, um, I was, I'm going to supplement, she's going to retire. Um, she's, at 56 and a half she's so in uh, september she will she will be done she got a couple surgeries before that's up um but yeah i'm gonna supplement whatever she because until 59 she goes now she you know you get penalized until you're 59 and a half so yes. i told him she couldn't work three more years because it's killing her and i would help her uh you know help them supplement that income it's nothing crazy um nothing as far as what they paid for me but yeah i'm definitely here to help uh my family, they've done a lot for me, a lot of sacrifices. No, no, again, that, 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 that's again, I, I bring that because that, that's just a very cool thing that you're doing because I mean, family, that's what family is all about. Family should take care of family. Uh, there are times when if that family member is a little bit too wacky, it's time to, you know, kick him in the ass a few times and say, get your, get your head out of your ass and fly straight. But no, I, I mentioned folks, they, they're, they're straight shooters and they raised, they raised a pretty good kid in you. So it's, uh, and I like to, I don't, I don't have one family member that will ask me for a dollar. So it's, uh, you know, they're, they're amazing people. Fantastic. No, really, really good. So, I mean, but okay. You said that you, you're born, raised originally from the, uh, the, the Stafford area or. Yeah. So Stafford's such a small town. I was a twin. So whenever we were going to, you know, be delivered, they took us to Tucson TMC, delivered us there. And the first four years we lived in Marinci where my parents graduated from high school, which is an hour away from Safford. And then we moved to Safford when we were four and, you know, got in the Safford school district. And that's where we grew up. Well, how, how do we know we're talking to you and not your brother? Hey, I'm half Mexican. That boy has darker hair and a little bit darker skin. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I, 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 I'm curious. What, okay, what does what your twin do? Because, I mean, I, I actually, I did not know you had a twin. Yeah, so from, from where I'm from, we work in the copper mines. Uh, three generations, both sides of my family have been in the copper mines. My brother was in there, and now he works for a contractor that sells 
parts and fixes parts for the mine. And so that he, he, it's a, yeah, he works for a con. He doesn't work in the mine. He works in the shop. Right. It's stuff that's related to it, all kinds of services for people that are in the mining industry, but he's not yeah. in the mine, which I think is pretty cool because that, that's 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 rough work right there, being inside of a mine. Oh, yeah. I did it for one summer, and um, that's why I'm still getting punched in the face. <laughs> it's stable, though. You know, they find stability right out of high school. So that was one thing my brother found uh, immediately. It was awesome. Well, then, our, okay, our... Do you have any other brothers or sisters that, or is it just? I have a, an older half sister, and I have a sister that uh, is four years younger than me. Okay. And my older my older sister is four years older than us, than me and my brother. Well, must been the well. I mean, growing up in, in the uh, the Gagey, uh, household, did, was there a lot of scrapping, a lot of uh, a lot? Well, again, I'll say, or just physical activity. But then, did you did you twin wrestle? Because I'm thinking right now that maybe. Uh, because that's your background. Uh, everything in my house is the competition. If my family does anything, we fight because we are competing. Uh, <laughs> we go bowling, we got to take separate vehicles because we don't leave in the same ones. We play cards, <laughs> play cards, and it will be really, really loud in that house. It's Gaethje Madness. Uh, they used to call us the Griswolds. Uh, so, we'll, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. I, I understand. As soon as you said that, I understand exactly when you say the, the Griswolds. We, uh, well, yeah, you, I was crazy. I was, I was a crazy kid with a lot of energy. My brother is much more male than me. And, uh, yeah, everyone, every single one of them is the most competitive person that you're going to meet. <laughs> and we, me and my, my brother wrestled till, um, seventh grade. And then he, and then he started playing basketball and then we started winning state championships as a team. So he wanted his ring. So he came and wrestled his senior year. Well, I think that's pretty cool, though. It's uh, you know, I mean, I, 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 you know, in fact, they tried a couple different things. I, I actually started off playing basketball back in seventh grade, and I sucked at it. And I basically I went from from basketball to uh, wrestling. So that's a great transition. Are you allowed to talk about who you're fighting or anything? I mean, um, yeah, it sounds like you guys got a good day to get me because the bub the news just broke. That I'm um, fighting the, the UFC. It sounds like the UFC announced that I'm fighting Oliveira May 7th. We just want to make sure, you know, something you can talk about. I mean, sue me. They, they ain't going to sue me. I'm fighting. That's if right. not, I'm it out there. I'll put a <laughs> disclaimer in there that I have not signed a contract. Um, and I don't know that it's 100% for sure. But as far as I know, most of the information that I ever learned is comes from the internet person. It's, you know, when it comes to this kind of stuff, it's usually true. Um, so right. with that pre notion, May 7th, I'm fighting the champion. May 7th. Oh, we oh. Get our tickets now. <laughs> Where at? I don't know. It was in Brazil, and they just they just canceled. Sound. This is all shit I'm getting off the internet, so totally yeah. guessing, throwing shit against the wall. But it was supposed to be in Brazil. They announced it, and then they, they, they just canceled it in Brazil. And so it's to be decided in the United States. Oh, cool. Are, are things being canceled? Is that all due to... Uh... COVID this or that, or, or is it just that the, they don't have the, the best situation for running a pay-per-view? No, I mean, we've they've done plenty of pay-per-views down in Brazil, so I can't imagine it's that, but I have no idea. Okay. It's all over for me. I'm My life uh, has been the biggest last two years of my life, so... The highlights, and you're getting a fight of the night, and I'm making, you know, but, but Justin, Justin, you, you got to explain this to me here before. It's like, going, you know, you're a wrestler, and yet you're just swinging left and right all over the place. I mean, you're you're connecting most of the time. I mean, you got a pretty solid chin on you, but uh, do you really want people keep hitting that chin all the time? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm twenty. I got twenty three wins with nineteen knockouts out of those twenty three, and a lot of those um, factors are why I'm getting paid the amount that I'm getting paid, as opposed to other fighters. And when it comes to wrestling. 50% of it is defense. You know, you got to take people down, but you also got to not be able to get taken down. And that was uh, that was what I was best at. It was always hard to score on me. I made it hard to score on me. I never gave up takedowns. Um, and, yeah, with my athletic ability, man, I'm able to – 19 knockouts out of 23 fights. Um, and now, now um, in time with my coach, you know, I really refined everything and really – Become comfortable with being, you know, 
the biggest thing for wrestlers is that they separate fighting and wrestling. If you can fight in the clinch, you know, a clinch with like like you guys did, right. dirty boxing, like they separate wrestling and fighting instead of combining the two. No, no, I get I, I totally get what you're coming from, right? But that's why I get that, that if you ever throw those couple strikes, yeah. get the clinches. But I, what I'm looking for is more of these punching with the shoulders, jaw jacking, things of that nature that that uh, most people will never see. But it, it, it's also a way of offsetting your opponent's mindset because the moment that you can inflict any kind of pain, their mind goes to what was that just then? So they're not yeah. thinking offensive maybe now, they're thinking of defensively. So I'm, I'm just looking at it from a strategic point of view for you that's all yeah i mean i was gonna uh also so a college wrestling match was seven minutes and when i would walk off of those matches uh every every muscle in my body was cramping up uh these are 25 minute fights um so if i wrestle for the first seven minutes i won't be able to fight defend or do anything for the next 18 minutes and that's that is a big part of the process for me and then I, i was you know, my ability to 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 win on my feet, create damage, uh, is 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 who I am. Uh, and that comes from wrestling too. And but yeah, I mean, I I create a lot of damage in the clinch. That's where my favorite spot to be. But this guy that I'm fighting is extremely dangerous in the clinch. He's got good knees, good elbows, and ultimately, you don't want him to grab you. Um, so yeah, we'll see how much wrestling. I'm not gonna do a lot of wrestling as far as uh, offensive wrestling when it comes to this fight. Uh, there's, there's, uh, you, we've seen Oliver fight for a long, a long time. A lot of times, uh, he loses specific ways, and I'm gonna hope to, uh, to repeat that. Well, again, Justin, it's 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 working for you. I'll just say it's working for you. the normal the normal person would not be getting away from this, but then wrestlers, especially higher level wrestlers, are not exactly normal people by any means. No, no. It, it's and a then, very demanding sport, and it uh, creates uh, very unique individuals. When they get other opportunities, they go after it with that same aggressive attitude. So, 100%. one-on-one situations since we're, we were children, um, this is perfect. What I don't like about team sports is that in team sports, you can be the coach's son on a basketball team or a football team, and you're going to play even if you suck. Because it's it's very it's very uh, political, I think the, the aspect. Yeah. What I like about a sport of wrestling is I could be the I could be the coach's son, and we do a challenge match. You throw me down, you pin me, you get in the lineup. It's cut and dry. There's, that's what I like about the sport. You can't yep. let politics get involved. Then with MMA, nobody can walk in there with me, and hold my hand. So it's all on me. So it's that's definitely who we are. Yeah. Well, again, that's where I, I, I can see where, where as a wrestler you like that. Uh, that 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 one-on-one type of competition you hold brother destiny i have a twin brother yeah this is certainly my destiny i have a twin brother i mean we fought and wrestled from day one so he was my first training partner all the time so it was perfect fighting in the womb huh i made him yeah i'm 16 minutes older i scared him while i was in there before going out no i need he's uh he's in the, he's been in my corner it's kind of kind of shitty for pretty much every, he's been in my corner for every ufc fight except the last one because it wasn't a main event and i got one less cornerman than usual uh but i'm gonna go back to having four but he's not gonna make it back in i gotta bring uh, a jiu-jitsu guy and uh, another actual coach so but he'll be there uh he's, he's always part of it but you know i gotta kind of we're fighting for the world title i can't take no shortcuts here so no no this is the big one this is the one that counts none, yep. none of the others count you know anymore 100 just the one in front of you don't don't think about the number two number three think about the uh, one in front of you, you know fuck about those guys they kiss my ass no, I, I'm saying the next fight. You don't think about the, you know, fight after the fight after. That's you what I'm just, saying. My life, John, my life does not exist the day after my fight. I'm not sure if I'm going to be a vegetable or whatever. Right. I tell myself that I'm in the most danger ever so that I can go to the most primal spot the human body can go and uh, right. perform. So it's fun. No. Let, let's, let's, let's touch on that because, again, I, I don't think a lot of people even understand that because – when you get ready to go to competition, 
there is a there is a transition that you have to put your your state of mind and your body into when you walk out there because you know this is this is no this is not a nice competition. No, and if if you try to lie lie to yourself and trick yourself that this that you're not in danger or you're infallible, then the natural adrenaline for one adrenaline is the best drug in the world, but every other toxin and you know, chemical that is released in those situations, which we don't know, um, but, you know, they're in us. This is the most primal, you know, eating, sleeping, drinking, fighting, and fucking. That's, you know, three, four, five hundred years ago. That's all that mattered. And you had to fight to fuck, eat, sleep, or drink. So fighting, I think, or living is the most natural thing to us. And I just, through wrestling, with wrestling, I've been able to just be so comfortable there. And when I go there, I only have to go there twice a year. I'm glad I only have to go there twice a year. But when I do, it's I love it. It's a, it's a comfortable spot. And it took time, took time and, and practice to get there, but it's fun. It's okay, so again, you, you mentioned something even there just now that I, I was not aware of. But uh, right now that, that you you look at a co uh, competition just twice twice a, a year now. Yeah, is, is yeah, that way? Is that the way your contract is set up? Or is that what you are going for your comfort margin? No, I mean, well. I'm, you know, I'm fighting for the belt next. When you fight at, for these level of fights, things have to happen. Um, things have to fall in place. Timelines have to fall in place. You know, I fought in October. He fought in December. You know, someone's fighting in February. And, you know, if they wait till then, they could let them try and jump over. Like, there's so many things that can happen, will happen. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, no. again, I, 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 but, but I know you, you've been average about twice a year, but that, that's what you're looking at right now. Twice a year for the last four years, yeah. Okay. So, as much as they pay me, they're not going to let me fight more than that. So, okay. Um, in between, like your downtime, what is, uh, what, what just what, what do you, what, do, what do you like to do for just fun and recreational? I like to play golf and I like to go snowboarding. Uh, I have a, like an off road vehicle, Can Am. I like to go, you know, Hall like, oh, to, to the dunes, stuff like that. Uh, with your... I haven't made it to the dunes with this thing yet. It's brand new. So, but yes, the dunes, that's where I'm, uh, that is my future destination. Not sure when, probably after May 7th. So, okay. Anything to do with like off-roading in that dunes, off-roading? Go, go hunting. But I like to play golf. Golf, and right now I'm snowboarding every Thursday. Well, I could... That, okay, that, that could be your, your future, you know, when, when your MMA career gets to an end, you know, being with, the, maybe out there golfing with the Masters or something like that. No, not the Masters, but I'm winning as many fights as possible so that I can play in celebrity golf tournaments as long as possible. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Again, why well, I like that you're, you're thinking about the future there. All over the world, they travel. Yeah, hell yeah, I want to see all those places. Absolutely. How often do you need to go snowboarding? Every when, Thursday, right now. When the snows? <laughs> no, I, I live in the Rockies. There, we're we're getting hammered this year. Thank God for the Colorado River and Vegas and California. They need the water. But uh, yeah, every Thursday I go with my head coach Trevor Whitman and his wife. We go up. He keeps a leash on me the whole time, so it's it's as safe as possible, I guess. But but the, the, you say Dad is home right now. For you, I mean, that, that's home. Is that because of the elevation? And it's a great place to train there, too, because I'm looking uh, at. Uh, I came to college here in 2007 and decided that year that I would probably never leave this place. I love it. I love the seasons. I love seeing the seasons change. I love a, a cold, snowy day yesterday and then a sunny day today. It's, uh, yeah, something uh, I enjoy. Are you going to snowboard any more this year since you got this fight coming up? Yep. You are? Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna start living, uh, living like a pussy now. Oh yeah, but you know, it's like riding. I, I don't, like, like I said, my head, my head coach goes with me every single time. I don't go without him, and we he keeps me on certain runs. Um, we don't, you know, he does not let me in the park. He does not let me leave the ground, stuff like that. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely every single time I'm out there, I am, you know thinking that I don't want to ruin my opportunity to be the best in the world. So don't worry about me. Mm. I got this. And if, <laughs> um, if, yeah, if I'm sore, like we're not going tomorrow because the roads are going to be snowy and I don't want to deal with it. So I won't go this week. You know, 
at now I'll, I'll only go on perfect days, shit, stuff like that. Yeah. When do you start your camp up far out? Uh, so we're this Anaheim that night was 15 weeks away from this. I usually start 12 weeks, uh, but I last camp I actually hired a chef. She comes and cooks dinner and then lunch, breakfast, snacks for the next day. Um, so I, I'm already back on that. I started that pretty much right away after the, the last fight because I knew that this was going to be the next fight. Uh, so I'm starting now, but, you know, I'm going to – I worked out twice Monday, once yesterday, twice today. On You know, in camp, I got to do twice every day. So I'm going to do probably like two, one, two, one, two, one for the next two, two and a half weeks, and then I'll start at 12 weeks, right. uh, two a day. Get, yeah, you gotta get in shape to start training. You know, you need to. I mean, you gotta get your yeah, your ligaments, your muscles. Those all need to be ready to get hit. Yeah, people people don't understand that. You know, you yeah, you, you don't just walk, get off the couch, go train. You've got to get in shape <laughs> to get to train, and getting in shape to train takes a lot, a lot of effort because it wasn't it wasn't long ago that I could just jump off the couch, but I'm 33 <laughs> now, so I got really I gotta see a chiropractor once a week. So I don't know. I'm, t- I, but you know, I just never really took care of my body because I never felt pain, never felt anything. But now, now I understand. You know, I got to take care of it. When, when did you first get exposed to this uh, MMA fight game, and uh, when did you think that this was something that you were going to that you had to try? When he was yeah. two years old, he saw Dan Severn fight. That yeah. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys introduced it to me. I believe. I want to say, dog, who fought in Globe? Which one of you fought in Globe? I did. You fought in Globe against the big old Indian dude. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I was there. Your I favor fought that night. Yeah, yeah. California. I remember yeah. that. So I was there. I was probably eleven years old, twelve years old, thirteen years old. And that's a that's one out. You know, that's fifty minutes away from where I grew up. And then, but I, I was introduced to it like early early nineties. My dad would have his little black box where you would steal the pay-per-views or get the pay-per-views. And I remember watching Tank Abbey. I remember watching um, live all these fights as a child. Not specific memories, but I do remember seeing it and being extremely intrigued. And then I never I never really thought about doing it until college. And at the time, they brought in um, so Donald Cerrone, George St. Pierre, Keith Jardine, George St. Pierre. They all came to, to our wrestling practice and wrestled with us. And I didn't do bad against them. And I understood that they were normal people and, you know, like me. So I told my coaches I wanted to try it. So I took, you know, on average one to three amateur fights in between my college wrestling seasons. And I racked up seven amateur fights while I was in college. And then as soon as I was done with my last wrestling match, NCAA, I took a pro fight. Wow, then, you, you, that was actually great timing on, on your part there. I mean, uh, for it because it's uh, I try to promote that to wrestlers all the time because I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm big about trying to help. I'm big about trying to help wrestlers because I mean, I, I look at the sport of wrestling just as one of the hardest uh, sports to ever be involved in, and uh, you no, know, you, no. you, you, you got the, go ahead. I'm sorry, there's nowhere to go in wrestling, there's no make, there's no, there's no, um career to be had correct so i always looked at that wrestling is a tool to get you to college to maybe get your education paid for i mean that, that's kind of how i looked at it, it was, a, it was a, my vehicle to get to to college and then uh once you're in college because I, I i tried you know i went to both down and i went to arizona state then i went over to uh, oklahoma oklahoma uh uh stayed on top of that and basically uh you know, Arizona State's program, the state of Arizona itself has had a lot of uh, uh, MMA guys that have come out of it that have done very well for themselves. But uh, uh, Arizona State has, is very rich in the history of MMA fighters that have done well in the UFC and a lot of other uh, MMA promotions. So I looked at not only can you get a good college, you get you got your, your, your degree and things of that nature out of college, but then, you know, once you uh, in between your summer stuff with that. You can be doing submission grappling. You can be doing some MMA amateur matches. But then once your collegiate career comes to an end, now you can jump into it on the pro level and you can start doing MMA matches. You can do submission grappling for... I mean, submission grappling is yeah, even... Is even 
I can say Sabishgrapin is even bigger than MMA for the sheer number of participants. Yeah, I so, agree. I mean, yeah, you, don't, I, you don't have to get punched in the face. It's brilliant. Right, exactly. Not everybody likes to be punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, not as much as it does. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's still a whole lot different. I mean, it's uh, I remember when I did my very first match ever, I didn't tell any, any of my family members because I didn't want them to worry about me. I just simply said, I'm going to go off and wrestle this, this coming weekend. And I go, okay, but then I had a couple uncles that stumbled over uh, a UFC, uh, well, one of them had to stumble onto the UFC and then, then he, you know, he calls over my parents' home and uh, try to let my father know that what his one of his sons is about to do, and my dad's like, "What the hell?" You know, and then uh, you know, all I know is when I finally got back home, I had that message to call your father. Now that's not exactly the message you want to have. Call your father. You know. How old were you, Dan? Oh shit, I, I was thirty-seven at that 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 time. That died. But it, I'll just put it like this: It doesn't matter how big and bad you are. You're still either mama's little boy or daddy's little boy, and it don't matter how big and bad you are. You're still going to be. Uh, preferred to by that. Yeah, when so. I was 30 years old, uh, you know, Becky Levi and I went over and told my parents, you know, uh, asked permission for me to go fight in the UFC 8. You know? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I never knew about that one. That, that's, that's, uh, that, again, that's, that's pretty funny. And it's funny, dad, but it's, again, that there's a turbo respect there, too, that the fact that you, you did something like that. You would ask your parents uh, to go ahead with that. Yeah, my dad said, we might as well support the boy. He's going to do what he wants to do anyway. Yeah. So. I don't know. I got to a point that uh, I got to a certain age. I, you, 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 these are things you have to look forward to, either, Justin, that uh, my father, because I, I have seven other brothers and sisters. I'm second on the total poll. They, they all have, they're all domesticated. They have they have real jobs. Hey. And my father, my father asked me, well, it, I was probably, I'll say late forties at the time. He goes, he goes, son, he goes, are you ever going to get a real job? My, my dad, <laughs> yeah. you say that to me all the time too. <laughs> I, I had to scratch my head. I had to rub my mustache a few times and put my head on my, my chin. I go, you know, dad, if I work this right, no. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. But, but, no, but, parents, okay, Justin, think about my parents gave me a twin brother, put me in wrestling at four, so this is all their fault. Oh. <laughs> this is all their fault. <laughs> oh, so you got that one to fall back on, too. Okay. I, I just say that you're, you're having the time of your life because look at all the travel. Look at all the cool things you get okay. to do. Because it's not, it's not always about the competition, but it's kind of like going, you know, knowing the fact that you, know, you, like, to, you like to snowboard. You can go, up, you can go do uh, some fun snowboard sessions, but look at what because you know more and more people know about you, what you do. Now, uh, I'll bet there's different uh, groups, uh, schools, the things that they should, they want to bring you in to, to be, be a speaker, you know, to, to say, yeah. to let people know how to set goals, how to pursue these goals, because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't understand what a goal is. All they have is they have wishful thinking. They yeah. like, I wish I could do this, but they, they will never pursue it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you go back, you tell kids they can be with, you know, you, you hear teachers and people tell kids they can be whatever they want. And that's ultimately true, but you can only be one thing, you know, you can't be anything and yes. you can't, and once you choose, you can't jump ship and it, when it gets hard or, or you lose or you, or you fail. And that's the part that they forget to tell them uh, after they say you could do anything you want. You can be anything with determination with living it every day, but it's only going to be one thing and it better be something that you're passionate about. Um, and it's hard to explain that in that sense. No. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Oops. Sorry, Mr. Spry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, sir. I was just saying determination and hard work, you know, get you what you want. You know? Yeah. No, I, yeah. Again, I just, I'll, I'd be chiming in, just saying all the same type of positive types of reinforcement that, uh, I, I do more speaking engagements now and I, I do more instructional type of things as I travel around because it's kind of going, maybe, the, you know, I, I'm no longer there at, at, at that youthful age to go out there to, to compete. But uh, again, the mind is one of the, the, the best things, the best tools that you'll ever be given and how to use your mind just so that you can take uh, the least amount of punishment uh, in a career. So, yeah. 
I always uh, see Don Fry and I, you know, we are kind of like that yin yang symbol. He liked to get ready to mix that up. Basically, I hate to say this to Justin, but you and you and Don have a whole lot more in common than what, what you and I have in common. <laughs> hey, so. styles make mashups. Every single one of us is uh has different, slight different styles. So that's what's most <laughs> that's the beautiful that's the most beautiful thing about this sport. Uh, you know, it's based on the notion that let's see what the superior martial art is. There's so many of them. And yeah, as we've come, you guys started off, you guys did the most amazing things for the sport to start it and you got me inspired, but we are coming, you know, every year this sport comes and grows so much. It's, well, it, that, it's that was come to grow, but, but, but also the athletes evolve. They're and that's evolving more and more. Going to happen every year from you guys to my coach, Luke Cadillo, who was there like in 2002 to 2010, you know, it's yeah. The evolution is, is amazing to watch. Between between flying knees, Superman punches, you see people that are stepping up off the cage wall. They're doing head kicks. I mean, I keep thinking, what's the, the next evolution going to be? I'm going to stand out there and go, nah, 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 nah. you chase me across. I run up the cage wall. I do a, a somersault and I slap on a rear naked choke. And before my feet hit, boom, you're out. I mean, I, I, I'm waiting for something like that to happen down the road. Uh, the best thing is the basics will always be the most superior thing that will ever uh, dominate in that cage so you're just seeing you know better technique and more and you know more principled technique and uh and that's the evolution is of the sport for sure well like you said you have a dietitian now you know we didn't have right. yeah there's so yeah there's a lot of factors yeah yeah you know we 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 fought in the last century Dan, I mean, <laughs> well, excuse me, why, why do you have to keep dragging me down like this? Why, why do you keep dragging me down? Okay, literally, we fought in the last <laughs> century, you know. <laughs> it sucks, you can't do it anymore, but it is over. You don't got to get punched anymore. And you're, yeah. you, you, you're, we fight for to for our legacy, and you guys both, you know, accomplished that. So, no more getting punched. What, what just you, can punch people, though. you can punch people, though. That shit was awesome. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. Just, Justin. Most of the time, uh, most of these podcasts, I take a beating. I take a verbal beating from this from Dodd Friday. Most of the hey, time, you're winning on that department right now. You're kicking his ass. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't stopped talking, has he? <laughs> okay, well, Justin, in, in the uh, when you're not fighting, I'm just kind of just just to, uh, to kind of tell people about like your, your diet and, and where your weight fluctuates. When you're actually not in uh, competition shape. Where does your weight uh, tend to loom at, and then when you, and what should I should look at to compete at? Because again, I know, I know the mentality of most wrestlers. It's kind of like they like to eat, and but then they're poof, they're, they're doing this. And up until a year and a half ago, that was what I did and how I did it, and I loved it. You know, I loved, and you know, but now after this fight, I took fourteen days. I ate whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, and then I got her back. And I've only had it for this one camp. This is all brand new for me. Um, yeah, the, it was the first time I never had to cut weight on the weigh-in day, so that was that was yeah. fantastic, and I felt fantastic in the fight. Um, and ultimately, it just gives me more confidence walking, you know, make, walk to the cage. Right? Yeah, you, one less thing to worry about, you know, making weight. And, one uh, one less thing to question yourself. You, you cannot lie to yourself. Did I did I did I eat the right nutrition? Did I get the right sleep? Did I yeah. give the right nutrition? And you know, then if you're okay with that, then who gives a f what happened? <laughs> your weight's your weight class is 155 correct yeah 155 right now i weigh 173 okay. and I, in fight, I weigh the same so my weight's not plus right now i am working my hardest to keep weight on on my body yeah because uh, i'm eating so clean i'm working so hard and uh yeah i've never eaten this clean this consistently in my entire life Give us, give us some example, like what's what's a breakfast, lunch, dinner. To, to, so I, I want other people to understand what clean means. So in uh, let's see, last night I had some um, some seared scallops on like a bed of linguine in some like olive oil um, sauce, I guess. And then in, in for breakfast every morning I have a smoothie. It's got you know about a pound of kale, some almond butter, frozen berries, yogurt, almond milk. A scoop of athletic greens, and then I drink a cold pressed green juice in the morning. So I get like, again, from compared to what I used to do, I'm getting like a hundred times more servings of greens in the morning, like immediately. 
For lunch today, I had a filet mignon on like a, it, it tasted like, um, what the fuck is it called? Grits. Yeah. Had some grits with some uh, sauteed, and the, the steak was like, uh, she marinated and like she, she roasted a green chili and some limes and then blended that up. And then she put the steak in that for 24 hours and then some fry, like some broccolini. So, do, do, Delicious. I mean, like, do, do you put in like a request of what you're looking for? But the, the, the uh, or does she just know that so, what you're, you're trying to eat clean? So she just surprised you, just say surprise yeah. me what it's a surprise, but so ultimately, she's trying to. She took a, like a lot of dairy and sugar out of my life. She she calls it a low inflammation diet. I don't know. She uses instead of you know processed sugar, we're using like monk fruit sugar, real maple syrup, uh, stevia extract as sweeteners. Like I want, I like Alfredo sauce. So when I'm in camp, if I want Alfredo, she'll make uh, the sauce is a cauliflower base. She'll puree the cauliflower and then she'll season it. And so it's given my brain the you know the it thinks I'm getting the I'm getting the creaminess, the texture. You know, I'm not getting the butter or the milk, and there's you know it's keeping the inflammation down. But I'm still getting what I like. You know, so I'll I'll have her make things like that. Uh, but she's a she's certified. I, I got lucky. I got lucky. She she runs like a wellness center, and she's the she designs the menus for this place. And yeah, she doesn't. She used to do this in L.A. and she was looking to do it again. And I just happened to have a conversation with her. So I'm her only client, but her oh, wow. knowledge is definitely, um, I don't say a word cause I don't know shit. Yeah. Well, again, I, I'm actually trying to, I'm trying to do more and more of that as, as an, as an athlete gets older, I try to do away with a little bit more inflammation because as you get older, you get more aches and pains. They, 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 whatever injuries you got early in life, they come back to haunt you a little bit later. It's kind of like going, I'm trying to eat a lot cleaner, like what you said right there to try to cut a lot of these sugars and things of that and nature because it's bad. It's inflammation. Instead of tortillas, we're using almond flour tortillas. We're using, um, shit, I can tell you right now what to use. She got it all right here. <laughs> I don't know what the hell she uses. Justin, let me ask you, okay, Justin, while we're here right now, are, are you, is, are we, are we talking to you in your home right now? Yeah, yeah, we're in my house. Okay. Yeah, there's all kinds of tapioca flour. I don't even know, shit, I've never heard of. <laughs> makes it work yeah well get this it's well a side salad like a small side salad with some balsamic vinegar because i love balsamic and you know every every dinner i never ate you know restaurants hate salads you know, what the hell no i don't want salad. not a rabbit like yeah. that's what we ate our whole life we don't eat salads but now i enjoy eating salads with you know real real vegetables in it instead of you know iceberg lettuce yeah. it's cool i'm enjoying it yeah, a lot less to worry about. She does all the shopping. She, you know, she gets all the groceries. So yeah, it's yeah. it's uh. Way Don, Don, Don Fry is still like a prehistoric, uh, you know, a man himself. He's he just wants that big chunk of meat, and it's got to be. It's, all, it's I think it's still twitching a little bit. That's that's Don. Yeah. I'm right there. I, I eat a lot of meat. I I think we're having lamb chops tonight. I hope so. I'm not sure though. <laughs> Extra rare, Clarice. <laughs> I tell her she she does she cooks it medium rare for sure no yeah. more than that <laughs> kind of some some goals that you set for yourself i mean uh, do you do you have like a, like uh in, in the back of your mind do you, do you have a kind of like a time frame as to how long you want to uh uh fight for or uh is no. there a few things or, or is it based on a fight level is it based on how much wealth you you amass i'm just kind of curious so what what is your your level that you're looking for yeah i, I think um my method is that I have surrounded my people and surrounded myself with people that if they ever brought up conversations that surrounded or involved those things, then I would seriously have conversations. But it's one fight at a time for me. Um, it always has been. I have no idea. I'm fighting for the belt next. This is this is everything. Um, you know, a win here. I get to go. You know, I get to inspire. You know, so much youth around the world. Um, so it's cool. I get to take the belt home, have a parade in Arizona. Okay, well, how often do you get a chance to make it back to, to Safford, for example? How often do you get back to Safford, Arizona? Two to three times a year, depending on family occasions. I went for Thanksgiving and Christmas this year. 
because I had just fought and you know I had nothing on the docket. So I went home for uh, for both. But when I can, after fight, I'll try to make it home and usually for one or two holidays. That's well, well, glad that you you keep your family close. That that's uh, yeah. I want to, I want to get them here, but I like Safford too, so it's a it's a conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I met your dad. Your dad's a good man, real good man. My whole family is. Uh, my mom is. She's yeah, a, she's the mortar, huh? Keeps him in line. Yep. <laughs> she's a hundred percent Mexican, and yep, she keeps him in line. Oh, my dad's German. I guess she, my mom is a hundred percent Mexican. My mom's mom did not speak English. Um, and yeah, they but they both went to the same high school. Again, three generations have been in the mines down there in southern Arizona. Uh, it was in Bisbee, Arizona, at the time, so. You know, it was right there, right there on the border. So, and at that time it was different. There's holes all on that fence. So people worked, you know, it was full of uh, people from Mexico and people from the United States. Actually, the border crossed us. Uh, when Arizona became a state, that's when my, my dad's mom became a United States citizen, which made our family, uh, my dad, my, my mom's dad a citizen, in turn made my mom's mom, you know, the uh, keep or had the ability to take her test and become a citizen. And so, yeah, that's, uh, that's my mom's side. And I think my comp, I think my, my strength, my bones come from my dad, but the co competition I think comes from, from my mom. She's <laughs> absolutely crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, was my, that was my family too. My mom, she, she was uh, real competitive. You know, my dad was laid back because he had boxed amateur and he had a chance to turn pro. He said, nah, I'll find a better way to make a living and get my nose punched in, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and he did, you know, I mean, we were a bunch of coal miners from West Virginia, you know? Yeah. We don't have to go underground. This is an open pit. We don't, I, I'm not about that life. You guys yeah. are different. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. It's dangerous. Dangerous, not just the same, but it's dangerous. In my dad's 37 years, I think 17 people passed away in the mine. Jeez. But nothing like coal mining. Yeah. But he can't hear shit because of that stuff. Yeah. Oh, they didn't have, he, 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 he did that where the hearing, hearing protection trade is being around all that heavy machinery. OSHA was not around. What made yeah. you decide to, what made you decide to fight instead of working in a mine? Well, what, what what got me out of the mind was going to college to wrestle. Yeah. And and I again, I I started fighting for fun and it was always it's still for fun. Just crazy that it's, you know, I don't have to work. Uh but yeah, I won my first 25 fights and then at that point I was like, well, here we are. Yeah, I mean, that's what's funny is you mentioned it. Cowboy Cerrone and the other guys showed up at your wrestling school and then you ended up beating Cerrone. You know, later on yeah. in your career. Yeah, me and Cerrone definitely we go we go back. I mean, when he fought Melvin Gallard in 2012, he brought me in to help him with wrestling, and he freaking he he rung my bell real 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 good uh, one time in sparring. You know, I was just like, hell yeah, I want to spar. I wanted to fight, so I was sparring with him, and he did nothing bad, nothing cheap, nothing. It was a you know he faked a shot, I sprawled, and at the same time he brought an uppercut up, and it freaking. Put me on Queer Street. I was up in Vail, Colorado. I had no idea how I got there. One of the only times <laughs> I've ever had this kind of concussions. Scariest, scariest concussion you could have, I would say. But uh, yeah, that's. And that, that happened was, in uh, practice. This was in practice, yeah. And wow. then we fought. We fought in 2020 or 2019. And yeah, it was, so the the winner was gonna you know be in title contention. I always said, you know, I would fight my friends. I would fight my brother for the world title. You know, that's yeah. two people. To be the best in the world at something they've committed their whole life to that's special um but yeah so you know unfortunately i had to fight him but yeah it was good to get that one back hmm. he put me on queer street for sure <laughs> he was dangerous <laughs> yeah he's sitting pretty now he got a nice ranch in new mexico huh yeah he's doing great he needs to yeah he should be talk about submission grappling that's what he should be doing all over the world yeah Famous, and you don't got to get punched in the face. It's brilliant. What about and you? you and, he's, get a... and he's good at it. He's really good at it. Are you going to get I'm a ranch? Gonna... No, probably um, not. I'm a country boy, but 
Don't let don't. The city life rubbed off on me a little bit, Don. I'm gonna say you turn into a city boy, huh? <laughs> city boy, but you know, I won't live far from. I won't live three hours from it like I grew up. Yeah. Maybe when I'm done, a ranch in the in the mountains here in Colorado would be fantastic. I'm not, I'm not selling that away at all. That idea. Right. right. You know, shit. Save your money, buddy. Save your money. Hey, a ranch is not a bad spot to put your money. Well, <laughs> land. But a ranch, you better not to do it. Real, real estate and land is actually probably a pretty good investment, especially when you see what's what's happening right now. Well, how the prices of real estate and stuff like that are skyrocketing. Yeah, this is the first house I've ever owned. So, or I don't own, I don't own it, but first house I've ever been on my way to own. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> you, you own a doorknob, you own a piece of this, that, yeah, yeah to you own, own the whole thing. Own at least two walls in this bitch. <laughs> what uh, what type of social media? If people want to uh, see what's going on with uh, Justin, where, where where do they go to? Like social media wise, or Facebook yeah. pages, or websites. Good luck spelling my last name, but it's Justin underscore Gaethje. Oh yeah, I I fought I fought getting an Instagram for like a year and a half. Everyone would tell me, and I'm like, no, no, I don't hey, want to. Who who was your toughest fight? Toughest fight? Yeah, Khabib. Khabib. Well, I mean, tough, toughest to beat would be Khabib. It wasn't my toughest experience in a fight. Yeah, what was? Um, I don't know. I've never not had a good time. There's never been a bad moment in there. Like even winning, like I've lost. I've been TKO twice. I was fucking those dudes up until it happened in my mind. Um, Paul Amino back when I used to fight in World Series of Fighting. There was two fights in Arizona. I fought him at Comerica Theater. Used to something else now. I don't know what it's called now, but downtown Phoenix. And yeah, that, those are fun fights. That dude's a—he's a the champion at Bare Knuckle right now. Yeah. He was a yeah he he didn't want to go down. Luis Firmino was an extremely hard fight because he had steroids coming out of his eyeballs. <laughs> that one was tough. I, I I hit him with I had baseball bats in my hands. I was hitting him in the head clean, and it was not they they stopped it because his face swelled up too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was ridiculous. Sever usually Dan's usually his face swelling up like that after a Thanksgiving deal meal, you know. Or <laughs> well, that's all of it. See, see, <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. But when you think about going back to your wrestling days, how many Thanksgiving meals did you miss? How many Christmas meals did you miss because of the sport of wrestling? Because that that's there's there's big tournaments that take place around those two two months. All of them, every single yeah. one of them. Yep. You know. You you can maybe eat the first, you can eat the initial meal, but you don't get leftovers with everybody. You don't get more <laughs> like, like everybody else. You don't get a whole pie like my dad or my brother, but you get one piece. I got <laughs> caught. I got caught unwrapping and sneaking tamales into the into the bathroom when I was a kid. I left the uh, I left the wrapper in the the trash when I was like, "What the hell is this?" I was like, "Shit!" Oh, uh oh. That was I was probably ten. Okay, yeah, we're we're in a very break see for you. No, no. no. I was, you know, I got, once it was in, he couldn't take it away from me, so I didn't care. <laughs> that shit was good. I mean, I'm Mexican. And they had fresh tamales in the house. I wasn't going to eat one. I wasn't going to not eat one, I should say. All right. You, you have pets? I had a dog. He just passed away about... Fuck, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Six weeks ago. Yeah, he, I got him when I was in college. He slept on the ground with me, different apartments. We had no food. And then he he enjoyed his last three years in the house and ate like a king. So he was ready to go. Um, so yeah, it was it was good. And he he gave me he gave me some great years. Eleven and a half years. Wow. wow. That's great. Yeah, it was cool. What kind of dog. He was an American bulldog. Yeah. I see. Yeah. What you you had an English bulldog over there. I, yeah, I got an English bulldog, yeah. My buddy, my buddy has two English bulldogs, but he was an American bulldog, you know, a little taller, not quite as uh, high maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, ask Quinn, she'll tell you I'm high maintenance. So you know. Yeah, well, then it's a perfect relationship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had the 
I have been around Don and, and I listen to when Quinn is laying there, she'll, she'll fall asleep. I can't believe how loud that dog snores. Well, it's and, one of them. And, and this past weekend when we were heading over to Anaheim there, I, I shared a room with Don. <laughs> and a couple of times I wanted to walk over there with the pillow just to put over his face and hold it over him because I couldn't believe how bad he was snoring. <laughs> so I imagine between him and Quinn, it's like the dueling banjos is all it is. Dueling yeah. banjos. The cat's got to sleep during the day, get some rest. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Perfect relationship. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome. Well, I got to give my, uh, I got to take this ivermectin to my buddy. Who is uh struggling right now? Okay, he's the one that keeps calling me. Um, he's gonna keep calling me. All he right. has a hundred fever right now. He has what? He has a hundred and three point five fever. He just keeps calling me. I told him I had some medicine for him, so I gotta take. His wife has it. She's pregnant. Okay. Well, we we can we can wrap we can wrap this right on, on up. I mean, it's uh. Be, yeah. get, no, I'd be gonna say was uh, just to get make sure that we we got your social media stuff like that, so that when this finally does air and people want to get uh, you know know how to follow you and uh, you know that that's the biggest thing is that getting your social media and again just to bring out some different aspects of uh, to me it's like you know just talking about the fight career uh, you know, that's one aspect that's one aspect of your life but it's kind of going that doesn't really define you on, on everything that you do so it's kind of like just to, to, to know somebody. Unusual things there that you, you like doing for fun and uh, recreation, gotta, hobbies, or whatever. Side under wraps. Everyone thinks I'm mean and scary, so I got, I can't show them this side. Yeah. No, I think they got to think I'm mean and scary. That's why I, every time I meet someone, they're like, "This is not Justin Gaethje. Like, Go fuck yourself." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, no. you you only kick your leg, I can kick your leg. Prove it real quick, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I I always just tell. I used to always tell them that that oh. You're like that all the time. It's just when you're out in public, you have to take Prozac so it keeps you mellow, you know. And then before you, then before the match, you go off your Prozac. Yeah, that's all you got to tell them. So. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, that will definitely get them away from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, all you got to do is simply say, uh, when, they, when they start pushing, they go, uh, this conversation is going okay, but you got about 15, 20 minutes before my medication runs out. So, yeah, you know, almost, yeah. almost over. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, yeah, okay, Justin, okay, let me let me throw a, a different ringer into the this conversation right now. Justin, uh, I mean, uh, what about uh, what do you think about the the state of the United States is right now? Oh, and, uh, you... I love you guys, but my number one rule, and you I'm in. I'm I'm no. I sound like a bitch saying this, but while I am fighting, I have to steer away from religion and politics. However, okay, okay yeah, I got no uh, problem with that. I respect I respect that. But I love being on this show. With okay. That way. Thanks. All right, not a problem. Would you do it again then? Yeah, after the fight, we'll try and get it done. All right, sounds good. We'll book you. Right. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Keep kicking ass, you guys are legends. Tell your friend said hi. All good. right, Justin, take care. Peace. Thank you for watching another episode of Dan and Don's Toxic Masculinity. You better like, subscribe, and share, or I'm going to come to your house.